Hello, hello, and welcome to the Women in Strength podcast. My name is Ro, and I'm your host around here. I'm freaking excited to have you join me so that we can talk all things business. Now, we're going to be breaking into topics, some really juicy conversations from things like systems, strategies, all of these foundation pieces that will really make sure you have a sustainable and thriving business. And we're going to sprinkle it and mash it up with real talk, conversations, topics, and things that we all experience as business owners. But quite frankly, I think we need to share a lot more of. So strap in. Things are going to get a bit spicy around here. I'm going to be opening up into topics that, you know, they might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. But the idea is for us to build fucking amazing businesses. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Women in Strength podcast. Oh my golly, it has been a hot minute since I feel like I've recorded a solo episode. Um, gosh almighty, I think the I've been doing a lot of guest podcasts. I've got a couple more um, episodes with some incredible guests that will be getting released. So I've been dabbling around in that for a, what feels like a while, actually. So I'm really, really keen to get back into a solo episode for you guys um, and explore some stuff around strategy and mixing strategy and flow and fucking breaking that all apart. So I'm keen to get into that today, but I'm just going to kind of, I don't know, like fill you in with what's been going on with business life. Um, it feels like it's been a real like head down, bum up kind of couple of months, I would say. Um, just kind of chugging on by in business life, which is the nature of it, right? So I'm recording this at the end of September and it's fucking wild that we're coming towards the last quarter of the year. Um, and what the fuck have I been doing in business? So you know, if you're new to the podcast, you will obviously, well, not obviously, but you will notice that I speak about business things. You'll be listening to me talk about business and mentoring, all that kind of stuff. But I also run another business. So alongside mentoring and consulting and doing all the things that I love so much on this podcast, um, that's one business that I run. And I also run a separate business, which is a gym and a community. So we've been head down, bum up on that. We've welcomed a new coach into our um, team recently. So we've been really just recalibrating as a new team with an expanded team and I've been doing lots of stuff there. Um, so that's been a big thing that's going on. What else have we been doing? I feel like it's just been, yeah, we've added another another team member. Um, it's been about getting just into the swing of how we're expanding as a team, what we need to do to welcome, not only welcome that team member in and have her inducted and, you know, feeling like she has got the skills that she needs to have to be doing the things for, like for with us. Um, gosh, that was like a tongue twister. That didn't even make sense. But it's been a lot about her. Um, and I'm actually looking to hire again because one of my other staff members is pregnant and she'll be finishing up around November, December. So I'm going to be hiring again to fill in her spot. So I've actually got a bit of a coffee next week with someone. Um, so there's a lot of kind of like rejigs of that kind of happening. And alongside that, I'm spending a bit of time um, just really like refining, well, not necessarily refining, but putting my head in the space of what's happening with BBB, which is my business, Barbell Babes Brigade. That's our gym. That's our community. I'm putting my head and I'm looking left, right, center, up and down. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm really, really immersing myself in cleanup mode. Um, like even this morning, I was just updating a checklist about like public holidays and sick leave and, and stuff like that. Um, and just really making sure that our systems are updated, our onboarding is updated, um, you know, looking at like our service level, we've been doing a lot of like cleanup around that. Um, and the reason that I've been doing that, it's not necessarily because it's dirty. Um, it's because the longer that we stay in business, you know, things evolve as our clients evolve and our community evolves and some things that were once really useful and not necessarily needed anymore. So we've been updating things like onboarding, client services, um, back-end systems and checklists and stuff like that. 
um, because like I'm continuing to scale and what, you know, that, that kind of quote of what brought me here won't necessarily bring me there. Um, so it's, it's proactive, it's proactive cleanup because that's the nature of running a business that continues to scale. Um, I just had my final end of financial year stuff last week with my accountants um, and it just like cements where we keep going scaling wise, like from a business perspective on both both companies. So, um, you know, we had a really beautiful growth with um, BBB last last financial year, hitting on another 25, uh, 26% growth, which was fantastic, really organic growth on, um, out on, on the same like the same um, size of our team, basically. So it really goes to show that we've become really, really efficient with our team. Our systems are super clean, so we can continue to grow um, and the capacity can continue to increase without having to add lots of more people and things and stuff like that. So that was really beautiful. Um, And then from a company perspective in terms of mentoring and consulting, that absolutely fucking flew. I think there was like, uh, what was it? It was a 55% growth on that company last year, which was amazing. So it's, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome just sitting in the space of looking at current services, looking at current offers on both companies, and then having a look to see what needs to happen to take us to the next level. Um, and so I'm, a lot of, I'm in a lot of that kind of mode. And for the next quarter... Um, I'll very much be doing that on both companies again. So from BBB, we'll be continuing to clean up and, you know, like for example, this morning, I'm recording this at 7.30. I started early today. Um, I wanted to update, you know, the checklist about public holidays. We've got a public holiday on Friday and it's just following these tangents and following these threads as they're coming up and coming up relevant and making the time for that. So I did that. And then from a company perspective in terms of mentoring and consulting, I have a OBM now. Um, I did have a VA and then we had a look at increasing her work. So um, we're in a different position with me and Ali now, which is fucking awesome. So what that means is that she's helping me with some bigger things um, so that I can continue to scale um, and live in that space. So yeah, lots of lots of like, I would say the last couple of months of moving the business in the direction by thinking, what do we need to, to support the future? Um, and I fucking love that because that's scaling in a nutshell. It's you know, looking at what's coming and looking at do your current systems, do your current foundations, do does your current mindset and your current approach to where we're going actually support the future vision. And there was some stuff that I was like, you know what, this needs that that elevation. So that's what I've been doing. Um, and then alongside that, I have finally just fully committed and decided that, yeah, I'm opening another gym, um, which I did a podcast about, I don't know, like, fuck, it must have been months and months ago now. And I was like, I think I'm there. Um, but I fully, I fully, well, it's not that I fully got there, but now I'm just like wheels are in motion. So, um, I am, you know, looking, I, uh, well, not, I am looking, I have decided on like the business model and I've decided on, you know, timetables and the structure of how many staff I'll need and all that kind of stuff. I was actually away at a wedding in the weekend um, in New South Wales, which is another state for those that aren't in Australia. And um, yeah, like I had some free time. I had no kids. I was completely by myself. I went solo and it meant that I was, it was just easy for shit to drop in. Um, And I did, yeah, just a lot of like, really getting into the nitty gritty of the new gym. Um, and so now I'm basically on the hunt for a space and for, well, ideally what I actually want to do is I want to buy out a, a current business, more so a current gym that's already set up because I don't want to be fucking doing permits. So I'm actually on the lookout in the Queensland area. So if anyone has got a gym or a location, it doesn't doesn't matter what the gym looks like because I'll be dismantling that completely, but a location that's permitted for a gym... Um, that's kind of what I'm looking for at this stage. So yeah, I'm super, super excited. So I'm going to be doing that at some point next year. Um, I'm definitely like, it's all systems go in my brain. (laughs) Um, and once I've got, you know, my things sorted, I can move pretty fast. So now I'm just on the lookout. So I anticipate the bottleneck is going to be staff, to be honest. Um, 
So I think there's going to be a fair few trips in the next coming months as I start advertising to go and meet people and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's a little bit of an update around where I'm at in business. Um, but let's flip into gear and let's start talking about fucking beautiful strategy. So strategy, my Lord, I, I just love strategy. I think that's the word strategy can get sometimes kind of like just beat up and beat up or cast aside or cursed in that people kind of think that it means nothing or that it has to be this really, really big thing. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about about four to five different things. So I'm going to look at like talking about what strategy is. And then I want to discuss like where it actually really goes wrong for a lot of people and how I approach strategy and how I teach strategy so that we can have a relationship with strategy in our business that one, gets us fucking results, but two, doesn't actually bury us. So that's where we're going to go on this podcast today. So let's start with like what actually is strategy. And I think the word strategy, it can kind of have a feel towards it that it's like this big, scary business term. But the way that I like to think about strategy is your strategy is just the way that you're going to get from A to B and everything else in between it. Okay, so it's about making very intentional decisions. It's about moving very, very consciously through where you are now towards a business objective and then planning how you're going to get from A to B by employing different tools, different processes, different you know, things along that way to bring life to that strategy. So it's, it's the, it's the roadmap. It is the roadmap from taking you from A to B towards where you currently are towards the business objective that you would like. And it's doing it through processes, systems, tools, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And we, we can move through beautiful strategy to get the outcomes that we want. So that's how I actually think about strategy. It's honestly nothing fucking more than that. Uh, but where, where strategy tends to go wrong from what I've seen with a lot of business owners over, over the years is that they will do a couple of things, which I'll unpack. They will one. So there's kind of like two camps. The first camp of what happens is that business owners will live so fucking heavily in strategy, in plans, in steps and they will not veer off when there needs to be pivots and changes. They will be so stubborn and so like bullheaded that it has to follow a certain way and they won't use their gut, use their intuition or look at the fucking signs to make changes. And when they're so stuck with the strategy or so stuck with the roadmap that they've set up originally – they don't allow themselves to be open to making changes along the way and then they don't get the outcomes or they do get the outcomes, but it feels really shitty and it feels really heavy. So that's one camp that I see. The other camp that I see is that people will set up strategy at the start, set up a plan, set up an idea, learn tools and incorporate that into the plan, but then they will make too many fucking changes along the way because it feels good or there's new ideas coming up and they will disregard any data, any evidence or any of the original strategy and it might feel better, it might feel flowy and free and all that kind of stuff but it actually doesn't fucking get them results. They don't achieve the outcomes that they want to get. So yeah, I see it's like fucking extremes, right? Like that's the health and fitness industry sometimes is that that's why, you know, so many people that come into the health and fitness industry, whether they're coaches or whether they're like clients will get attracted towards clean eating and flexible dieting or auto-regulation or, you know, percentage-based programming. They'll live in like really more quote-unquote extreme ends of the continuum where like there's so much validity in both clean eating and flexible dieting and there's so much validity and value in 
auto-regulation and percentage-based programming, but it's just like they'll tie themselves towards fucking one thing and like die on that fucking hill. And it's like, no, that's not it. The answers more lie somewhere in the middle of both full structured intentional strategy alongside flow, intuition, gut, and mixing those two worlds together. And where it goes wrong is that they just will live on one camp and be not necessarily like so closed off to the other side, but it's it's more so that they'll be like, I know this, I know the strategy, or I know like my gut and I've, I like to live in flow. And they'll just be like living in those camps of what feels really comfortable to them when they really should be having a look at like, well, how do I encompass the whole thing? Okay. So I'm going to use an example of like launching because I think launching things is a really easy way to explain strategy and a really easy example. So when we're launching like new offers or relaunching current offers, like strategy associated with launching and selling things, I think a lot of coaches get just really angsty and angsty, like angsty about. And I think the angst with launch and selling can come from a few common themes. Launching angst and selling angst comes up for a lot of coaches because one, they don't feel comfortable selling. They have this really weird narrative around like getting up and talking about their offers, um, being very specific around like actually getting up and talking about like inclusions and specifics and benefits and pricing. So they've just got this really weird fucking shit going on around launching already because they don't feel comfortable selling because they just have this notion that it's like everything is icky about selling and that's like so not it, but that's the narrative that they hold. Another stuff around launching is that there's always a lot of stuff for a lot of coaches around like showing up and not just showing up on socials, but like showing up in the selling energy and showing up in a space to talk about your offers. I find that a lot of coaches will actually have uh, not necessarily like issues with showing up and serving. So they'll put out some really great content. They'll you know, get up and educate their audience and speak to the audience in a way that genuinely fucking helps them. But as soon as there is like a notion of let's talk about our offers, they'll just like revert back and like hide away behind the curtains, right? So there is such an element of like putting themselves out there and putting their offers out there because they don't want to appear salesy or they don't want to flood their audience or they don't want to have judgment around feeling desperate. They, you know, don't want to be direct about their stuff multiple times per week because they've noticed metrics drop. Um, they've noticed people stop watch, stop watching their stories. They notice that people unfollow. They notice all these things. And so that it actually, like it reinforces the thing they already think about selling. And so there's all this shit about launching. Um, and that really, really like, already has this weird energy about launching as a whole. And so what then happens is that when we start to think about, okay, cool, I do have spots available or I do have this new offer, therefore I want to launch, they will then do a quote-unquote strategy of putting a few posts up, putting some call to actions up, letting the audience know that they've got some spots available and that their program's open but they will do it in a way that actually is just so fucking slapped together and doesn't actually follow any launch strategy at all or anything that allows the audience to understand the product or the offer more and nothing fucking sells. So they think this strategy is like, here's a piece of content. I'm going to put a piece, a couple of pieces of content up and then I'm going to put a call out with offers and then it's going to sell. And they do, they call that strategy and that's not fucking strategy. They call that strategy because they've got this feeling around this sales ick and this launch ick and this judgment ick and this showing up ick, and that actually influences their strategy and influences their strategy to be producing and putting stuff out there that follows no fucking strategy. It's just slapping shit up on stories and like putting content up 
is not the same as marketing. Posting content on your grid, posting shit on your stories is not marketing. A marketing strategy, a launch, like a launch strategy that incorporates marketing principles is an entirely different thing versus, hey, here's my content plan and I'm going to put stuff up Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Do you know what I mean? So it's like they'll put up, they'll, they'll think that they're doing strategy. They'll think that they're launching something, but they're not. They're actually just posting because they have got all the shit that they're holding about launching and sales. And they've got this funniness around marketing and launching And so when they then try and launch, it just reinforces and then it's just this looping cycle, right? And so in that case where it goes wrong is that they're trying to live too much in like, for one, their narratives and beliefs, but they're trying to live too much in the land of like what feels good to me. And like whether they're they're saying this out loud or consciously like writing this out or talking to someone about it is they don't consciously go, oh, well, that feels good to me to like just do CTAs like that because I've got a narrative around fucking sales, but they're following their thoughts and feelings and they're not following like principles of marketing. So that's that one piece of like the strategy of marketing and the strategy of launching is actually not incorporated at all. They're just like, they're just moving by the seat of their emotions basically. And so what needs to happen in that camp is we need to have a look at marketing principles. We need to have a look at... How do we stimulate an audience to be captivated? Well, how do we stimulate an audience to first be curious and be interested and then fall deeper into captivating content and feeling really engaged with content and then fall even deeply more into considering you as the person that's going to help them with the outcomes that they're after and then moving into into selling. And that's marketing principles, that stimulation, that psychological stuff that is associated with selling. And that's what we incorporate in marketing strategies and launch strategies. So that person, that business owner actually really needs to have a look at some solid strategy that incorporates marketing principles that can actually also feel very good for them. Okay, so that's one piece. On the other side, we might have launching and someone has really understands how to take someone from, like how to take the audience from not knowing about the offer and really stimulating those responses and those feelings in the audience. They might really understand the marketing principles, but just keep battling through a strategy and like the nuances of the strategy and the way that they're posting and the like language that they're using, they might persevere. And I use the word persevere very intentionally. They might persevere with a strategy and a delivery of the overall strategy. And it feels like really jaded or really heavy or really forced. And they don't make any pivots with language or content delivery or... Um, content specifics or lead-in magnets or anything like that. Like they don't like look at and they don't look and recognize how the whole process is feeling and they just keep pushing forward, forward, forward with what they think and know to be true of marketing principles, but it actually feels really yuck, right? And it feels really yuck and they do the process of a launch strategy with marketing principles and they get to the end and they might have actually sold some spots, but it just feels heavy and they get towards a launch and they're like, fuck my life, I'm gassed, I'm cooked and I feel like I need a break from posting because it just felt like too much. And so the middle grounds, I actually was um, listening to some Voxer messages in my collective um, private container today. So the collective is a 12-month program that I facilitate with business owners. And one of the business owners has dropped in and she was saying that she's had her biggest quarter to fucking date in business. And she's been in business for many years. And we've been running, I've been in that container since July. So July, August, yeah, so literally three months. And when we were having a look at her stuff, she was a business owner that was more towards the first example that I was saying is that it was kind of like just going with the flow and not actually understanding solid strategy. And so we, I taught her about launching. I taught her about stages. I taught her about my signature four stage launch. Um, also on a side note, got a program coming out about that, which I'll talk about later. 
like I taught her the stages and how to move through these stages and what it looks like and why we do it and what we're aiming for and all that kind of stuff. And then we also had a look at not just the stages because that's the strategy is learning the stages of a launch and what we're trying to do, but then also incorporating her beautiful nuances of her business, her energy, her personality, her brand identity, her way of showing up, like sprinkling all of that magic all over the fucking top of the strategy and like juicing it in and molding it in. And throughout the launch, throughout a recent launch that she did, she would like drop into Vox and was like, this feels fucking fun. This is exciting, but not like hectic excitement where it was like so heightened all the time, but she was getting outcomes. She also went on fucking holiday when she was doing it and spending time on her own training and doing things that were really important to her from a competitive point of view. She was doing all those fucking things, getting the result feeling like really good about the experience and feeling really like just whole and like she could actually do it while also living life. And she was like shocked. And then when she dropped in today, she's like, I literally have had my best fucking quarter and I went to a massive competition. I took time off. I have done all these things and I feel really good and I'm excited to launch again and I'm going to go overseas while I'm launching. And it's like, it's like, honestly, I'm just snapping my fucking finger because that is the fucking ideal of what we want with launching. And you can see that it's like looking at those two camps and coming somewhere in the middle and incorporating both aspects of both your quote-unquote harder style strategy of your stages, of your stimulation of marketing, of the things that you're looking for. Because like really good strategy and really good marketing principles that are incorporated on your strategy can create fucking safety. It can be, and this is what, you know, she shared. It's like, I feel really good in knowing this strategy because I know like where to go. Like I know some really core pieces of what to incorporate. And I know some really core pieces of what to build in and plan. So I don't feel like I'm fucking winging it. I don't feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants. And that's why I love strategy so much because strategy doesn't have to be straight laced and your arms are tied around your back and you have to follow this plan. Like strategy when it's like fucking soulful and like, feels really good, can be so safe and encouraging and supportive because it's just like those pillars, right? It's the pillars of what you're following that's just going, you know what, this is the next step. This is the next step. This is the next step. So you know where to go. It's just that imagine you're holding a torch and you're in a dark cave. You put the torch in front of you and you can see a little bit of what's coming. You can't see what's in the depths of that cave, but you can see the next stage. You can see what's the, you know, the immediate of what's coming up, right? And it can take away some of that like fear and that like, you know, worry of like what's deep in that fucking cave, what's in the depths of that darkness. And that's why really beautiful strategy that's got solid stuff that helps you that can be really, really safe and that can be really nurturing for you because you know where to go. You've got your fucking torchlight to help you. And alongside that, when you then have, you know, imagine if I'm still using the cave analogy, you've got, I don't know, like a bum bag, right? And in your bum bag, you've got um, some food, you've got a little canister of water hanging off it, you've got some plasters, you've got some sanitizer if you get cut, you've got, I don't know, like some fucking things if you're going into the wilderness, right? And you can then go, hmm, okay, what's happening? Oh, I just went forward a little bit and I, tr- like I saw um, that there was a twig you know, some branch that was coming out and it's just cut me a little bit, but it's okay. Like it's not going to fucking bleed and I'm not going to lose an arm. You just grab a plaster or a band-aid for people that don't understand my lingo. You're going to grab a plaster or band-aid and put it on that little cup, but you're all cool and okay to keep going and, you know, pull up the tools that you need from your fucking bum bag. Look at what you need and keep moving. 
And that's why as you move through the strategy and this, the safety that's created in the strategy, you can then pick up what you need for it to feel good and to, to solve that cut or to make that change or to make you feel nourished and grab a little bit of food, a little bit of water. And you can do that by looking at your content and changing your CTAs and incorporating a live in your on your Instagram or sharing a live with um, someone else on your platform. Like you can then do all those little things that start to feel good that can be guided by the launch as you're in it and guided by the data, the evidence, the the signups, but also guided by how you're actually feeling and what's feeling interesting and true to you while also getting the results as you go through. And that's exactly what I had educated her on about and taught her because I was like, that's coaching mode. That's me coaching someone around, this is how we do a launch strategy. This is the safety and strategy that we can create. However, alongside that strategy, this is how we make pivots. This is how we can feel if we need to make a change. This is how we can change our content. This is how we can add a masterclass or a workshop or a collaboration to then put more juice into your launch and for it to feel fucking good for you. And that's when we can get outcomes. And that's when we can move through a launch that feels very present and is very conscious and allows space, but also gets fucking results. Because a lot of the time when people only live through launch with that flowy kind of aspect, they sacrifice their results because they moved way too far from marketing strategies and launching strategies that it's like, come on, we need to find that. It's not even a middle ground. To me, it is just about this mishmash of strategy and and personality and strategy and support and strategy and what feels good for you and making those nuances. And when you know the strategy, I honestly think that it gives you more autonomy and more conviction and more confidence to then make those little changes and look at your data and go, ooh, you know, my signups are a little bit low. I'm going to try this because I know that it will help to stimulate this in my strategy. And it feels really good for me to add this extra thing, to add these extra newsletters, to do a bit of a call out, to do, you know, a direct reach out. And you have both the tools to know what you need to ground you, but then you have the conviction in yourself, because you know what content slaps, you know what speaks to your audience, you know where to go, and you can just mingle them all together. And that is the real fucking juice, mate. That's where that's where we help, you know, that's where we get this stuff to absolutely fly. And so this is what strategy can feel like. This is what it like business can feel like this, launching can feel like this, selling can feel like this, but you need to have a baseline of tools and knowledge and strategic thinking because we are in the business arena. And then alongside those tools and those foundations and those strategic pillars, it's really, really having fun and really being in your brand identity and really being in your energy and really being in all those things so that we can have those beautiful nuances and make this whole fucking thing fly. Okay. And the other thing that I want to pop, like I want to talk about when it comes to strategy is that I think you're understanding when it comes to like mingling the two worlds, right? And using launching as an example. Actually, I'm going to use another example. I'm going to explain this point first and then I'm going to come back to another example. The other part around mingling these two worlds is now being very mindful of how you experience this and how you attach meaning to this whole experience. Because in business, the thing that fucking cooks business owners is that it's all about the experience that we put on this thing. So for example, like if we use launching and you make like your expectations so fucking heavy and you put, you know, my 100% launched out is 10 people and I want this much money and it's got to look like this. Like it's all good and well to have goals and stuff like that. But if you attach your success to 100% launch, you're going to be fucked. You will, you can still get 100% launch, but if you make that the thing, your experience is already really fucking heightened moving into the launch. And when things don't necessarily go to plan, because launches always need pivots, 
if things need to move off and you've already set up this experience of like, this is my expectations, these are my goals, this is how it needs to look, you're already creating an experience that's going to feel heightened and heavy. And so when we're experiencing strategy in full effect and when we're experiencing experiencing a launch as an example, we need to just check ourselves of what where we're at moving into this thing. Because if you experience a launch that is 80% sold out, that is not a fucking like, that's not a space for you to be like, I'm inherently a shit person because I didn't sell out that last 20%. It's just a launch. Like you're just selling. You're just launching your offer. You're just talking to your audience. You're just connecting to your audience. But that doesn't mean that you can't connect or you a shit at strategy or, you know, your shit, your shit at selling. If, however, you didn't have any strategic thinking and your strategy was all over the show, that's a bit of a opening and an opportunity for you to be like, you know what, I do actually need to learn some tools here. But let's just say you were really deeply embedded in beautiful strategy and you got an 80% launch as opposed to 100% launch. That doesn't inherently mean that you're a shit person with shit skills, but people will make it mean so much about themselves right? And when people make these things about themselves, now I think there needs to be this little just caveat again, that if you are not incorporating strategy and planning and making pivots and all that kind of stuff, that is the opportunity to be like, hey, I need some work there. But if you do make everything about you and you make the experience like so black and white that if it's successful, you are amazing. And if it's not successful, you are shit. And that the whole experience over those weeks of launching, if it's super fucking heightened and you're so tied towards one particular strategy without making pivots, that's going to feel suffocating as fuck, right? And so you need to be mindful of your experience and mindful about how it feels when you're putting that piece of content out and how it feels to do that masterclass and how it feels to sign up these people and make your tens of thousands of dollars and all of that kind of stuff. Because if you start to feel that everything is getting influenced by your outcomes, regardless of if your outcomes are good or bad, because you can have a really successful launch, but you've attached so much meaning towards the outcomes, that can still feel real cooked, right? And it's about just checking yourself and going, how am I feeling about this process? And am I attaching way too much meaning to this? Because every launch and every strategy that you do, yes, we are trying and will get towards business outcomes, But the strategy that you're employing now, the example of a launch that I'm talking about now, that's not the be all and end all. Guess what, sis? You're going to be fucking doing another launch. You're going to create some more strategy. You're going to do some more fucking things. Like these strategies and these launches as an example, they just build momentum. One launch builds into another launch, which builds into another launch, which builds into another launch. Like I think about 20, I would say like 20, what's, what are we now? 2023. I'll use 2020 as an example. Like I remember when I was first launching like my first um, intakes of um, my power program, like it felt really heightened. You know, it was heightened driven by expectations and excitement and, you know, all of those things that were like, I love this program. I'm so excited to launch it. I want to have these many people. I want to have 10 people in this program. I'm going to, here's my strategy. I'm going to follow the plan. I'm not going to veer off. I'm going to post all the things. I'm going to show up and do all the things. But it was driven just by like, you know, some hectic fucking energy. And I do the things and I get the outcomes. Like there were successful launches. Like one of my first fucking launches was like an 80K launch, right? Successful launch, but felt really drained after it. So I knew that, yeah, like I had the strategy and I know how to create outcomes, but I needed to incorporate more flow in myself and more trust in myself to make changes and to chill out a little bit and all those kind of things. And like, if I think about the most recent launch, which was my collective, like I did 130,000 launch, right? And I launched when I was in the school holidays. I'm in the school holidays right now, but it was the last school holidays. I launched at the school holidays. I launched by making heaps of pivots on my strategy I launched by dropping a lot of posting, but then adding a lot of content that was, you know, more off the cuff 
because I incorporated a lot more flow and a lot more staying in tune with my audience and in tune with my DMs and in tune with all that kind of stuff. And it felt fucking awesome. And yeah, like it was still uh, on paper, quote unquote, successful launch, but it actually didn't mean anything to me. Like what I mean by that is like a previous launch prior to that, I don't know, it was like, fuck, I don't even know the price tag. Like I don't even know the price tag. Oh, what was it? It was like a $30,000 launch, like something that I launched previous to that, right? And it was a really small launch, but that was as great to me as it was of this bigger launch that I earned more money, but it doesn't matter to me. Like, it's not like if I earn more money on one launch, that's more successful than another. It's just that the launches just build and like, I'm staying in the space of this is what I have to offer. These are my programs. These are the benefits that you'll get. And I'll, I'll keep selling and I'll keep launching regardless, right? I'll run a program if it was only 30% sold. I'll run a program if it was 100% sold. I'll keep running my programs. And if I decided that, you know, a 30% sale was like, you know what, like, I think it might be better if we just go a little bit longer and get a few more people from a logistics point of view. Like I will do those kind of things. I'm about to launch a launching program called Home Run and I was going to launch it next week. Um, but I'm, I'm like, you know what, I, I've got a little bit more work and a little bit more stuff that I want to do. So I've pushed the launch and like, that's so fucking okay. I don't feel shit about it. I don't feel like I've been not successful or, you know, not on track or anything like that. It just is what it is because launches build momentum strategy, just, you just stack strategy, you stack launches, right? And that's why I can launch in a school holiday and have a $130,000 launch and do all those things and not feel super heightened because it just is, it's just a part of business. I know how to do the strategy. I know how to make the pivots and I know how to make it feel very good for me so that I don't have to take time off. But also if I need more time to round out a program, I'll fucking do that. And so I think the points here with strategy is that know your shit, know your structure, and then incorporate your beautiful stuff alongside that. Now, the other example that I want to talk about is cleanup, like cleanup of a business. Because this is another thing, like the launching is a really big one that I educate a lot about and mentor a lot about, hence why I'm I'm creating a program called Home Run. It's a six-week program um, that's talking about the strategy and then talking about all of these things in way more fucking detail. But the example of cleanup, so cleanup, whenever someone says like, I want to clean up my business, that's meaning they have a feeling that their back end, their, you know, the back end systems, their foundations, it feels just not settled at all. And so when someone wants to go on in cleanup mode, a lot of the time business owners will be like, okay, I'm in cleanup mode. That's all I fucking have to do in the next three months. And it's like, hang on, you're living in one camp and that's not it. Whereas the cleanup of your business, you know, getting your financial reporting in place, looking at your onboarding, looking at your services, getting your tracking metrics, like all of that kind of stuff with your cleanup. As soon as you start dropping into like the extreme land of this is everything that I have to do and I have to dedicate my whole fucking weeks to it, you're like, you're killing yourself already because it's going to be too fucking much. And it's about whenever you've got these objectives that you want in business, it's just about managing that energy and balancing your energy. So it's out of excited, hectic, frantic energy, but it's also out of like, oh my God, I'm fucked. I have to do all this. It's finding it back into that middle ground of, okay, cool. We're in cleanup mode. What this means is I've got X, Y, Z to clean up. These are the things that I need to redo. These are the systems that I need to create. These are the standard operating procedures that I see as a shortfall. But I'm still a business owner. I'm still a coach. I've still got these programs to do, these clients to sign up, these blah, blah, blah. And it's just about being fucking common sense about it all and shifting between the things that you need to do every single week. And it's like, if you create a strategy, like you can create a strategy for yourself to get towards your cleanup. So you could do a three-month strategy, which is a really long strategy in my opinion. You could do a strategy for a cleanup so you can have objectives from month to month of what you're trying to achieve, full well knowing that it's going to make some changes, but you still need to be coming back towards your business business objectives every single month. You know, I just said to you at the start of this podcast that I'm in cleanup mode. And what cleanup mode looks like is that we are doing cleanup mode, but we are also in sign up mode. Like we are 
moving a lot through welcoming new people into our community right now with our new coach um, because we've got spots available. And so we're doing that, but I'm also in cleanup as the business owner. Like literally this morning, like I said, there was a there's a public holiday on Friday. I saw an opportunity with one system that needed to be updated. I updated that. I cleaned up that particular thing. I sent it through to my management. I said, hey, can you please have a look and, ha- and see if there's anything you would add, you know, see if there's any shortfalls that I've missed. And that's a clean up for today, man. And we move on and we're recording a podcast and I've got some mentoring and I'm going to be delivering a program later today. So it's like it doesn't have to be this all fucking consuming thing because when we make one thing or the thing so fucking consuming and make the strategy around that business objective so consuming, think about it. You're going to feel heavy. You're going to feel all consumed. But this is the nature of business. This is the territory we live in. We can do all the things. But we're just like we've got to take that hecticness off, right? We've got to take that franticness off. Um, and one thing that I'm going to just finish with and explain, which I think is a really good way to explain it. And I talk about this concept all the fucking time when I'm mentoring, it's the concept of three hats. So in business ownership, you know, depending on what your business model is, it's still going to look the fucking same, but how you utilize your three things will look a little bit different. So there's three hats that you wear in business ownership. One, one hat is your technician hat. Okay. And this concept that I've created has been an eventuation from the book, The E-Myth. So if you've ever read The E-Myth, The E-Myth talks about being in a technician mode um, and, and some of these things, right? It's a really, really great book, but I've just taken it a little bit further. Um, and this is how I've presented my foundation and, and my way of thinking about it. So your technician hat is the hat that you wear when you're in coaching mode, mentoring mode. So for example, if you're a personal trainer, your technician mode is when you're on the floor delivering your session. Your technician mode is when you're writing your programs. Your technician mode is when you're writing your content. So that's your hat of being in a technician. The second hat we've got is your managerial hat. So it doesn't matter if you've got a manager that you hire or you are the manager because a lot of people will be all these hats. So your manager hat is your hat where you are looking at your finances where you're looking at your expenses and your money in and looking at your profit and loss. Your manager hat is when you're looking at your attendance trackers, looking at your data to go, oh, okay, my attendance is low. What's kind of happening here and making some decisions about that. That's your managerial hat. And then your CEO and entrepreneurial hat is the hat that you put on when you're thinking about vision-based stuff, when you're thinking about your future and where you're going and what you want your brand to represent and the next scaling steps and, you know, where your mission is going and all of those kind of things. And as a business owner, regardless of what your business model is or where you are in business today, you're always going to be having these three fucking hats. And these hats, you might be wearing one of these hats more so than the other hat at some point in time in your business, Right. Because that might be the stage or the season of business that you're in. So for example, if you're in a patch of business where you predominantly want to, um, you know, clean up your business, you might be wearing a little bit more of a a managerial hat while you look at your data and all this kind of stuff, but you're still going to be playing around in technician hat because you're delivering your services and you're still going to be putting on your CEO entrepreneurial hat because you're cleaning up with respect to where you're actually going and setting the scene for scaling. And it's about being intentional with, okay, cool. This hat is on right now. I'm going to do these things. And then, okay, cool. We'll take that hat off and put the new hat on. We're going to go and start thinking about our future and think about our scaling and all that kind of stuff. And so I think like when you think like that, and when you can consciously think about these hats and understand which one might need a little bit more at that point in time, I think it can allow you to sit and like surrender to this like season and navigate the fucking outcomes better by understanding what hats you need to wear at that point in time. And I think that it's such a beautiful explanation of business ownership because you're always going to be doing these things. Like in my world, I typically will wear more of the the CEO entrepreneurial hat. I don't wear the technician hat a lot. I don't wear the managerial hat a lot because I have got a manager. I've got a management team. 
Um, I do a lot of vision-based work. However, because I'm in a cleanup phase, I'm wearing my managerial hat a lot right right now. And it's cool. I really, really like it. Um, but my inclination, I love, like I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a CEO, I'm the founder of businesses. Like that's the hat that I love the most, but because I understand that this cleanup phase and this managerial hat that I'm wearing actually pulls towards my future vision. There's like this, this connection around what I'm doing. So with those hats, the hat analogy, description, whatever, it's another little layer to add to your strategy to understand where you're at and what you need to do and who you need to show up as to get the outcomes that you're after in business. Okay. And so like to round this up, like strategy, like you're a business owner. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to just bring up my phone. I wrote this on my, I'm going to write a post about it actually. (laughs) Here it is. I wrote it halfway. It says the, the quote says, well, it's not a quote. It's just a hook line, basically. You can't just life coach girl boss your business into success. You need strategy, stimulation, and fucking outcomes. And like, yes, mindset matters. Yes. Like, you know, the energy you bring towards your business matters, but you can't have the best fucking attitude and my shit don't stink attitude. And I'm going to fuck with the world mindset and get these outcomes and feel so empowered in yourself with really crappy strategy. <laughs> so it's about bringing those two things together to get solid outcomes in your business. Um, and this is why I love strategy so much because it gets to feel good and it gets to be inherently you. But when you incorporate it with solid shit, like you'll get fucking amazing outcomes. Now, I wanted to take the opportunity to talk about my new launch short course that's coming up. Um, It is going to be launching on the 16th of October, and it is called Home Run. And Home Run is all about launching. It's all about understanding solid strategy on how to set up launches. And I take you through and teach you my full four-stage launch and then all other strategies alongside that, because you can have short launches, you can have quick launches. I talk about all the different ways that you can launch and I give you the skills on what to look for and how to stimulate and do all those beautiful things. And I also really start to tap into like how we make launching good and feel amazing for you without sacrificing results, right? And everything that I've talked about today is just a little bit of a fucking taste around what's coming in home run. Like I am, I'm really, really just so looking forward to presenting this short course and having a space to not only learn the stuff through, you know, pre-recorded content and solid, solid work, but also have the space to open into conversations and to give the coaches that are in that space the opportunity to even go through launches as we're doing it, to have that bounce off, to understand where we can make those changes so that they can come out and understand that these are the tools and this is the safety and strategy and this is how I get the outcomes with it feeling very nourishing for me. So I'll be popping up details over coming weeks about it. There will be an early bird, okay? There will be an early bird discounted price. Um, And yeah, like this shit is going to be fucking fun. It's home run, launch easy, sell big. Keep your eyes out um, because all the deets will be coming. All right, guys, bye.